Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. Defensive tackle Vita Vea, who has a groin injury, is going to be a true game-time decision tonight. That is a giant piece off their defensive line if he cannot go tonight. He is tied for the team lead in sacks with five, and I think he's also the team leader in tackles for loss and quarterback hits. So he has been a very productive player for them in the middle of that defense. Chris Brown, Bills play-by-play, one Bills live. Vita Vea. Yeah, no Vita Vea, that's definitely something that hurts that Tampa defense and maybe opens up some opportunities for some some players on the Bills' offensive side of the ball to try and dissect some of these matchups and help set your optimal fantasy football lineup for Week 8 as we do every Thursday afternoon. Abbreviated version or not of the sports bar, we bring in Andy, uh, Andy Barons from Yahoo Fantasy Sports. And Andy, let's start with tonight's game. I mean, you know, we don't bring you on to ask if if you're starting Steph Diggs or Josh Allen, but no Vita Vea. Does that mean you put a little bit more weight into what the Bills might be able to do on the ground with James Cook? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Uh... It's certainly good for Cook. Uh, it's good for Latavius Murray, obviously. Whoever gets to whoever gets to run the ball for the Bills, uh, it, it is definitely a, a absolute benefit. It's a you know we don't have anybody on bye this week, which is a little weird, right? Like we have this oddball week in which uh, no teams are on bye after having six teams last week, and then you know we're right back to it next week. So I, I guess I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't cla- uh, classify James Cook as an absolute smash must start, right? But he it probably floats down to like the RB 18, 19, 20 range. What about a guy the Bills drafted in the first round? In our show, Andy, I call it the Laporta curve. Dalton Kincaid, first-round pick, and people are wondering here, why aren't the Bills using him? And it's like, well, they're comparing uh, the situation in Detroit where you had a tight end right out of the gates making an impact. But the situation tonight with no Dawson Knox, and again, we saw Kincaid use more last week than he's ever been. Is Dalton Kincaid a safe play tonight? Yeah. So uh, at first, at first with, you know, the, the central difference between Kincaid's situation and Laporta's situation coming into the year is that Laporta was just flat out installed as the, as the team's number one tight end. And it had been a really productive position for them the year before. Um, and I like, I, I don't know, too many people slept on that fact, right? He was a really good player. Kincaid is now in a situation where I don't like, I don't think this is going to be just another, you know, Luke Musgrave from a couple weeks ago or Michael Mayer from a, a, like last week where they have one big game and we think, okay, now they're going to pop. Um, I, I think this is pretty real for Kincaid in part because we have the Dawson Knox injury. Uh, he's obviously coming off a season high, eight targets. He caught them all, gained a, a season best 75 yards, which isn't, you know, that doesn't sound like a lot, but by the standards of a tight end, it's pretty incredible. 
Um, Knox being out just makes a ton of difference. Um, Kincaid also has, he's barely dropped. He's not really dropped a thing this year. He's caught 25 of 27 targets, which is absolutely ridiculous. That would be, that would be incredible for a running back. You know, somebody who's only targeted at the line of scrimmage, but for someone who gets downfield occasionally, it's just, it's just downright silly. So uh, Kincaid also kind of sneakily, I think, I think fourth on the team in targets and barely behind Knox and, and Davis. So it's a great spot for him. He's ascending. Um, I've actually got him as a, as a top end tight, uh, top eight fantasy tight end this week, which is to say I have him as my tight end eight, but that's, you know, that's only as high as I've ever had him. <laughs> Andy, uh, on the other side of the ball with Tampa, offensively, we know Chris Godwin is going to be good to go, uh, but how effective will it be? Talk a little bit about what we've gotten out of Mike Evans so far this year, Baker Mayfield, and the, the lack of Tampa Bay running game. Yeah, it, it, super, super strange running team, right? Like they, Rashad White just has not been efficient for two years. He's not a big, he's not a big tackle breaker. Um, he's not like uh, there were a handful of people who got pretty excited about him for fantasy purposes, but, uh, he, he has not really flashed much. However, that team is super committed to slamming him into the line of scrimmage. Um, they do it many times a game, <laughs> you know, like they're going to run him 15 or 16 times as long as this thing is competitive. Uh, he's not much to fear. Godwin had the, had the neck issue, but it sounds like he's going to be good to go. He looks like you know, he hasn't, he hasn't made a lot of noise for fantasy purposes, but he has been a pretty high volume receiver. He generally, uh, you know, delivers the, the yardage and the catches you're looking for. They've just kept him out of the end zone because they've, you know, in some, in some respect, they just, they're sort of using Mike Evans in the, in the highest and best use for Mike Evans. Um, it's a dangerous receiving core, if not the league's best. Uh, Mayfield has been up and down, but probably more up than down. Um, I, I would say that he's, he's really salvaging some, you know, reputation value, uh, over the, over the half season that we've seen so far. It wasn't great last week, but it's not always going to be a party with Baker Mayfield. Um, but he's been, he's been better, I think, than, than many expected. So, but man, I like, I don't, I never, you never know what you're going to get with Buffalo is the thing, right? Hmm. Like they played a super tight game that they could have lost a couple weeks ago against the giants. And then they, sort of played down to the Patriots level last week. So I don't know. I mean, the you know, the Bucks can, can definitely lure you into their game. Well, uh, let's see here what happens tonight. Uh, Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy is our guest. Taking a look at some of these other matchups around the league. And I want to ask you about a game, Andy, that maybe isn't on people's radar. But if you were lucky enough in the early going there, especially if you're in a super flex uh, to pick up C.J. Stroud and, and Nico Collins, maybe you picked them up in an end of a draft. They've been productive. Are we trusting the Houston Texans going into Carolina? Because you figure at some point Carolina is going to win a game here. Maybe it's this week. Yeah, you, you know what? Stroud has just been so polished, um, and he's so he's so ahead of the curve. And you see him do things that you don't that you don't see from every rookie quarterback, and he does them comfortably, right? Like the, this guy can really manipulate defenders. Um, he's got plenty of arm. He's got a couple of very talented receivers in in Tank Dell and Nico Collins, and I, I would just be I'd, I'd be surprised if this is Carolina's first win. I like you're, you're right. It's going to happen. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be a winless team over the entire season, but man, Houston is just so they've been so smooth. They're, they're coming off by, it's actually a team where in fantasy, you've probably been able to scoop up a handful of these guys, right? Like tank Dell got down below 50% rostered. Um, Stroud got close to it while he was on his buy. Damien Pierce was dropped in a bunch of leagues and they're a pretty, they're a pretty frisky offense led by somebody who 
you know, probably probably the most valuable trait for Stroud is is simply that he does not give the ball away. Like one, you know, one interception so far in the year. He's been so clean. Um, I it, it would really surprise me if this is Carolina's first win. Andy, uh, there's an interesting divisional matchup in the North between the Packers and the Vikings. One, because the Packers' offense has completely disappeared. Now we're questioning just how good Jordan Love might actually be. And two, the Vikings now looking for their third straight win. And we saw Kirk Cousins do things against that Niners defense that a lot of teams can't do against that Niners defense. So how do you break this down? And, and who do you think benefits most between the Vikings and the Packers come Sunday? Yeah, well, what a coming out party for Jordan Addison last week, right? Yeah. Um, and he's he's somebody we've really liked, and he's you know he's found the end had found the end zone a fair number of times going into that week, but and it was a really good separator at the college level, and we've seen that uh, in the in the early weeks in the pros as well. But the thing that I don't know that anybody thought he had in his game was the the just rip the contested catch away from an opposing corner and house it, you know, sort of, sort of thing that he did. To, to Ward. I mean, he was just fantastic. Um, and, and Kirk has been really good all year. It was good to see Kirk, especially after a, you know, 181 yards against the Bears defense the week before. It was good to see Kirk have like a game that looked like the first month of his season without Justin Jefferson on the field. Um, you feel better if you were somebody who has Justin Jefferson in an IR spot on the bench right now and you were worried that maybe he wasn't going to come back if the season was lost. This season isn't lost. Like the Vikings are going to be in it. Um, the it, you mentioned the Packers have been in total disarray. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Aaron Jones just has not been fully available. I'm going to assume that he was on a snap count last week because I thought he actually looked pretty good, but he only played like 23 snaps. Um, he can do a whole bunch of things that AJ Dillon can't do, and we we need to get. We, Jones was at practice today, so that's a good sign. We we would love to see a full practice on Friday. Um, if they get back to Aaron Jones being sort of the centerpiece of that offense, the way he was in the opening week before the injury against the bears. Um, I think it, I think a lot of other things fall into place. I, I do think it, it certainly hurts them. You know, I, I don't know if Christian Watson's going to play this week, but he, he certainly looked like he suffered a pretty significant knee injury. Uh, some sort he was in a lot of pain last week. So I'd be a little surprised if he plays. Um, that's a big loss because he's far and away the most athletic guy they have in that receiving core. Um, but yeah, the Packers are looking, you know, Packers are looking dicey and some of those, some of those miracle plays that Jordan Love had earlier in the season, you, you know, regression is catching up maybe just a little bit. Um, he still had the wild touchdown pass last week that may have been intended for someone other than who caught it, but whatever it counts. Um, but, I, you know, Kirk is just playing at such a high level. And again, great to see Jordan Addison break out like that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law one of the fun games uh, this week, Rams and Cowboys in the early window on Sunday. And question about the Rams. I mean, are they a playoff team here, Andy? Because and also, too, when, OK, here comes Cooper Cup. He's back in the lineup. This must mean the end for Puka Nakua must mean Tutu Atwell or not here, basically, like how you see the uh, targets being divided up. And you look at Tyler Higby and he's become the invisible man there in that uh, Rams offense. 
Yeah, well, some of that is just that Puka is so good. Um, I, I think you're, you know, it's not the the simplest way to think about this is that Cooper Cup is is back to being Cooper Cup, and Puka Nakua is sort of in the in the former role of Robert Woods, right? Whatever you would have expected from Robert Woods like three years ago, that's you know that that's what you're getting from from Puka Nakua now. But he's so good. Um, he, he, I mean, he's this is better than Robert Woods has ever been. Um, he was, and maybe we should have seen it. Some people, you know, some people were really, really high on Puka coming into the draft. Um, I, you know, I can't say he was at the top of my board or anything, but he was like, in terms of just yards per route run, he was among the the absolute leaders uh, at the NCAA level last year. So he was super productive on a per touch basis, on a per route basis. Um, he's just been he's just been wonderful, and they can they can coexist perfectly well. They don't do the same thing. It's not like Puka was you know the the slot receiver that yeah, Cooper Cup often is. Like they can coexist perfectly well because Stafford is playing great, um, especially early in the season. It was really just an eye opener. Like the ball is humming out of his hands. He looks like early career Stafford to me. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see a you know it's a daunting matchup against Dallas. Um, every Dallas game is weird in its own way, so this could go sideways in a whole bunch of different ways. Um, but I, I've been so impressed by by Stafford so far. Um, yeah, I think I think the Rams are for real. Their quarterback is definitely for real. Andy, the Browns are getting four points going to Seattle. We know that the offense is in shambles. It, it, you know, it's going to be PJ Walker. Um, is that too many points? And, and what's your outlook for the Browns and the Seahawks here in the late window on Sunday? Yeah, the Browns are are still statistically like the best defense in the league, right? But right. they really, I mean, that was a lot of damage that was inflicted on them last week against Indy. And and I can't say I saw it coming. I don't think anybody saw like four combined touchdowns out of Gardner Minshew coming in that one and Josh Downs going off and Pittman going off. Like that was, you, you know, we haven't, we haven't seen a team get to Cleveland quite like that. And yet we still saw Miles Garrett make superhero plays. Um, I think that defense is tremendous. Geno Smith has not played to the level that he was at last year, which is, you know, they got to get him back there. Um, but it sounds like DK Metcalf's going to be back for this one. Seems like Tyler Lockett's probably going to be okay. So we, we should have a fully operational receiving core for Seattle. That matters. Um, but, you know, uh, the, I mean, the, the reason I think that, that the line is where it is, of course, is that not that Cleveland has any good options at quarterback because it's not like Deshaun Watson was a world beater, but man, um, PJ Walker can be a really rough watch. So uh, like, I, I don't, without the defense actually scoring for them, I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of total Cleveland can get to. They just sort of need to make it an ugly game and they need to run the ball 35 times and they need to try to beat you like 20 to 17. No, the reason why the line is the way it is, Andy, in danger is because, well, Seattle's wearing those sweet looking throwbacks. Oh, you're yeah. not you're not going to lose. <laughs> those. Like, honestly, like, boy, sign me up for Willows. Um, Andy, before we talk, uh, you know, next week, we're going to have something big in between. Or at least we hope it's big. The NFL trade deadline and all sorts of rumors and everything else. And a lot of them involve. Derek Henry. So, hey, part one of your question, you know, are, are you are you factoring this in when it comes to roster management? And maybe if you get an offer, or maybe you're trying to elicit offers for a player like that, and then, I, like, as far as a player that might be in line to get more work, should actually Tennessee make that move? Would you advise if uh, Tajay Spears is somehow still available in your league uh, to go after him? Yeah, we wrote about um, Tajay Spears in, I, in fact, I've written about him several times in the pickups column in, in anticipation of exactly this scenario, right? He's he's already been playing over half the snaps for that team. He's averaging 
something over six yards per touch so far. He's got 15 catches. He looks explosive. He looks exactly like the player that he was at the college level. It doesn't look like the, the learning curve is too steep for him. So he's been really impressive. And he would, you know, that guy's just step into a huge role if, if and when Derrick Henry is dealt. So he, he's going to be a clear winner. So I think he's just a really obvious stash. And the nice thing is he has, he has a, a healthy enough role you can flex him anyway, like whether, you know, whether he ever steps into a full workload or not, you can, you can flex that guy anyway, because he's seen plenty of work The the, the different outcomes for Henry are like, it would get really complicated. I think if he went to the bills, you know, um, he's great, but I don't think, you know, he's not playing every snap now They they like James Cook, James Cook would still see the field. They would complement each other really well. So that would get a little thorny. And then we have to worry about, you know, Josh Allen as his goal line vulture and all that. I mean, the, the most obvious win is going to the to the Ravens, um, and that's probably not what a Bills fan wants to hear. But like, just fantasy wise, Derrick Henry to the Ravens is is almost a perfect storm. Uh, humor me, because we've gone this entire conversation, and I haven't mentioned one name yet, but I'm going to now. Tyson <laughs> Bajan. Tyson <laughs> Bajan. Andy, tell me, tell me that the Bears with their eight and a half points on Sunday night go into L.A a home game for the Bears in L.A., and beat the Chargers on the arm and the will and the grit of an undrafted <laughs> Division II quarterback. This is this is the hell that is our life. This is where we're at. Oh, my gosh. I have a, I have a fantasy league chat that I could drop you right into, and you would feel right at home. They are, <laughs> they are so hyped about, about Tyson Bajan. Um, so here's – I mean, I thought he looked fine last week. He His average depth of target last week was two and a half. Two and a half yards. Um, they this this was the this was the game plan from like week one when everything was a screen or a wide receiver screen or basically at or near the line of scrimmage. They did not ask a ton of Bajan. He did everything well, and when he did get outside the pocket and he was in an improv situation, um, a couple of nice things happened. He had a nice run, had a nice connection with DJ Moore. He, like I I don't have anything bad to say about the performance that we just got from somebody who 10 months ago was facing the Colorado school of mines, right? Like it was, it was about as good as you could have possibly expected. The Raiders were terrible. The Raiders were absolutely terrible. And like Max Crosby was the only one who seemed to like legitimately be, be getting after it on every snap for that team. It was wild how um, disinterested the Raiders seemed in playing that game. Um, I, it is a, if it's eight and a half, that is a big number for a Chargers game. Right, that is a huge number for to expect this version of the Chargers to cover. Um, I like I know they got a lot of talent, but Austin Eckler was clearly not healthy last week. He was limping around on the sideline. That's a concern. Not having Mike Williams is a concern. Justin Herbert not having a particularly good game since Mike Williams went down is a concern. So I don't like. I guess I'd be a little surprised if the Bears just got squashed. Um, I don't, I don't think the Bajant is, is any sort of long-term answer, although I do think he's already established himself as a, as a really credible backup quarterback. Um, I do have some friends. I have some like South suburban friends here in Chicago <laughs> who are quite sure that Tyson Bajant is the future of the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. And I'm just not, I'm just not on board with that quite yet, but you know, it was a, it was a promising uh, Ryan Poles is smarter than everybody. I mean, he's the guy that, you know, the undrafted guy. He's he's proven himself right now as the team's GM that he's just he's the smartest guy in the room. Let me get this Division II guy undrafted, and he'll, he'll be the franchise quarterback long term. That was the plan all along. I, I imagine that to be the case. 
It is. I mean, it is really a, an incredible story. And he, he seems like a really fun kid. Um, he had a re- like, I'll tell you the exact moment that my buddies were like, oh, yeah, this is our guy forever. It, it's when he got outside the pocket, like first quarter and he, he picks up like at every Raider had, had sunk into coverage open field ahead of them and he picks up I don't know 12 yards 15 yards first down runs out of bounds and as he's jogging back to the huddle he starts like you know waving to the crowd exhorting the crowd oh give me some noise you know he got everybody up off their feet he was you know whipping the crowd into a bit of a frenzy and man that's that's all they needed to see they needed to see that little bit of personality that they never saw from Jay Cutler right that they don't get enough of from field that little bit of like they started dro- dropping Jim McMahon comps. Oh, here the- we go. <laughs> it's a low that. bar, man. It it's a real, real I low see, bar. Got Andy, I see Monday. The Chargers, the 32nd ranked pass <laughs> defense. You're everybody in Chicago, all Bears fans are going to be so excited after the upset win. I know it's possible. I can't rule it out. I can't rule it. I will say the other really nice thing is that they fed DJ Moore the ball. So, like, if you were worried about DJ Moore taking a hit, uh, he had like eight or nine targets. They were not downfield targets they were like half the line of scrimmage targets but still Andy, last one for me and it, it involves arizona and i thought this would be a team that all right you're, you're tanking you should tank and maybe they're not especially if kyler murray is uh going to be in this window to be activated coming off an injury like that i mean this is a for, for us outsiders here this is a tough one to read if and when he does come back and he's going to come back I, I i should say uh you would figure at some point what what would be your advice here with the arizona offense well, I definitely think, you know, he, he belongs on rosters. Um, he is somebody who entered the week anyway, available in over 50% of Yahoo League. So it was kind of like last call to pick him up. We're probably going to see him in week nine or week 10. Um, and, and it's justified because we have a new, you know, we have a new coaching staff. We have to see what the, the ostensibly the franchise quarterback is going to look like. I, they have some names that like Marquise Brown could get dealt ahead of the deadline that would be a little bit unfair to Kyler Murray, right? Because he's the, he's the one guy that you, that really stresses the defense in that receiving core. Um, so that could take a chunk out of his value. Uh, obviously also taking a chunk out of his value is the fact that he's like 10, going to be 11 months removed from an ACL tear. And so we shouldn't expect him to be like fully operational Kyler Murray, you know, good chance of a rushing score each week, good chance of 60 rushing yards. I don't think he's going to be there. Um, but that is still like the instinct in his game. So uh, we like guys who are just proactive runners and, and I, I would expect him to remain. So, so I, I think he's somebody who can definitely finish the season. Like from the, from the moment he starts playing, I think he probably finishes as a top 12 fantasy quarterback, top 10 fantasy quarterback. That's not asking much this year because nobody has really stood out. Everybody's disappointed with their quarterback right now, except the person who took Tua. literally everybody else is complaining. So um, it's not a lot to ask him to be like top 10 from the moment he starts playing. And I think that's there for him. Mm. Andy, a Thursday in Western New York where the bills are playing in prime time. It feels like a holiday today. And we want to make <laughs> your show a part of our holiday, a part of our celebration tonight. Tell us a little bit about what you and the crew are working on tonight and, and what we can check out. Oh man. Well, we actually have a special holiday episode. This is our Halloween episode. We're going to be in costume. Ah. I can't reveal the costume mm-hmm. just yet. I'm already regretting that I didn't take a simpler path with my costume. I saw some pictures of Arthur Smith this morning and I was like, damn it, I could have just done that. But no, <laughs> I went with a more complicated costume. Um, so check, check us out. It's, uh, it's 7 p.m. Eastern. It's you know, 75 minutes before kickoff. We go over all your sit-start questions, all the late-breaking info. It's a really fun show. 
Andy. Appreciate your time. As always on a Thursday. Uh, good luck to you this week. Oh, are, are you still alive in, in Survivor, Andy? Ahem. Guess who took me out? Your bills took me out. But you know, oh. it was it was such a it was such a wonderful journey to make it to October. I so rarely see October in Survivor. I, I have nothing but good memories of this Survivor season. I should raise a banner because I'll probably never see October again. <laughs> Appreciate the time, Maddie. Talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. you got it. Andy Barrett's Yahoo Fantasy is the best. All class. Appreciate him stopping by and helping us set our Week Eight fantasy football lineups here. Yeah, and. Uh... He seems to think if he has Dalton Kincaid as the number eight tight end. He's getting in the end zone tonight. Yeah, yes. Has to. Yeah. Has to. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break here. Come back. We uh, have pregame coming up here at four o'clock. Pregame for tonight's game between the Bills and the Bucks. We want to get you to the Buffalo Bills radio network, uh, but we'll come back with last call at 866-4326. If you want to join us, 585-866-4FAN, the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. Jump into the NBA action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's me, Mike Danger, for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers get three months of NBA League Pass, courtesy to see a FanDuel when they place a $5 bet on the NBA. That way, you can watch all the action as you bet on everything from point spreads to player props. Best of all, you'll get paid your winnings instantly. So don't miss your chance to get $200 in bonus bets plus three months of NBA League Pass. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, and tip off the NBA season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. 21 plus and physically present in New York, new customer offer. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. All customer offer. $5 NBA uh, wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms for both offers at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. NBA League Pass. Local blackout restrictions apply. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop for experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 